Hi everyone, this podcast is sponsored once again by the fabulous people at Robots Ruin My Life. Use the code ROBOCAST at checkout for 25% off your order. There's not long left until that discount code runs out, so make the most of it while you still can. We're also going to be doing a giveaway this week with lots of different items from Robots Ruin My Life, such as battle damage parts from Star Child and other merch aside from that, including Hexbergs and you know other items which you can purchase on the store. So keep your eyes open for that. Uh, in this podcast, you may notice a few technical issues with regard to uh, a little bit of glitchiness in the background. Um, Zoom was having an off day. I'm really sorry about that, but it's pretty good content. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, my name is Tim Bowens. I'm from Team Ominous, and you're listening to the Robocast. Robocast. Robocast, right? Hello everyone, my name is Samuelit64 and welcome back to the Robocast with myself, Steve the Broken Killjoy and David of Smeg, who is kindly filling in for Jevon while he has his dinner, apparently. Yeah. Um, joining us this week, as you would have heard from the intro, is the wonderful Tim Bowens and the biggest rock star in all of BattleBots. Uh, According the... to someone. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't, then <laughs> I'm sure you can ask him. We'll, we'll tell you one day. Uh, Tim, how are you, my friend? It's It's... Been a minute since I've actually seen you in person. We, last time we saw each other was Christmas, right? It was the the boats. It was on the boat, wasn't it? We had it was fun battle, on the boat. battle boats, yeah. Battle boats. <laughs> you doing good? Uh, good. Just returned from a event in Germany. So how did, how did you get tired. on? Yeah, how did you get on? Uh, I think it went one first place, third place, and fourth place out of fifteen robots. So pretty pretty good going. Pretty good going. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Um. I suppose we could probably turn our attention to BattleBots. Um, let's start off. Just for a bit. Yeah, just for a little bit. A, a small segment of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there was a shake of the head. But I mean, <laughs> let's, let's start with your record for the season. Let's go to that. Which, yeah. to date, looks a little bit like this. Um, Claw Viper, Shred It Bro, and Switchback. With losses to Switchback and Claw Viper win against Shred It Bro. Out of 10... How would you assess your season? What would you give it as a grade? The thing is, it's it's always been like tiny stuff that went wrong in the robot. So it's like either a controller getting a nick during one of the hits or some component shifting slightly. So it's out of the, the expectations we had, it's like seven, eight out of nine uh, out of ten. Mm. Um, but yeah, going two and oh, of two and one, or one and two, <laughs> one and two, yeah, yeah, that, that's the, the one. numbers. <laughs> I mean, to be, to be fair, if we look at the fights as a whole, like you know, Claw Viper is on an absolute tear this season, and yeah. there's, there's no disgrace to lose to them. I mean, the, the way that they dismantled Ribot, I think that must have felt a, a little bit more vindicating for you. That yeah, we were expecting like last year's. Claw Viper or the year before, so like they, they drive against the wall and they break mm-hmm. or stop yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. They don't. No, uh, <laughs> they don't. Not this time. So, so Claw Viper was the only fight of the three we were happy to lose because it was such a good fight and we lasted so long. Mm-hmm. And the other fights were we could have won easily or more easily. 
uh, I think the 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 whole streamer on on switchback breaking. I mean, we, I remember at the start of the season we we obviously mentioned we wanted to attack with you at some point this season, mm -hmm. and initially we kind of earmarked the the switchback fight, and like the way the way that it happened, I I felt bad. I felt like we couldn't do it because it like you had that fight. Yeah. In in the palm of your hand, you you rip the wedge off of. If, if you were winning back. until you weren't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty it, much. I think even Greg would say they kind of fell ass backwards into victory, in a way. Yep. You know, yeah. but sometimes it'd be like that. Uh, sometimes you you're you're on the back foot for the entire fight, and then you end up at the, at you end up taking it. You know, because you survived the longer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and a, a lot of fights I saw this weekend that the same. Just stay move mobile, stay moving, and you probably win. Mm -hmm. Um. No, it it was horrible. Yeah, the 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 whole realization that the streamer didn't work was, yeah, it was horrible. It was, uh, it's like the component we thought would never fail. It was too slow. We knew, uh, um, but not working was not part of the, the 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 whole idea of how the the fight should happen. Mm. Um, and we were doing so great. The like the first hit, we were like, okay, this is this is the ominous we were supposed to show. Mm. Uh, and even the second fight is like we knew like the 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 hit against uh, uh, Shredded Bro is that if we re hit really hard, we'll because of the weight balance is a little bit forward, uh, we'll just go tumble. Mm. It's okay, we we get back up. It's a fine. And then we didn't. Well, I mean, I have to ask because I I know I've mentioned this to um, a few people, and and I think indeed yourself at one point. Like ultimately. How does it feel to when when something what happens when you have that fight with Shredit Bro? Okay, obviously, let's not pretend it wasn't a good fight. It wasn't a good fight. No. But the fact that they somehow highlighted a fight in a season where they're not highlighting fights, I mean, that, yeah. I, I have to ask, from, from a personal point of view, how, how does that feel? Because for, I was annoyed yeah. for you on behalf You got, like... Sideboxed, right? It was, <laughs> it was an absolute Mike Wazowski of it. It really yeah. was. It's it's we 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 saw the the the, the little boxes appearing be, uh, and the face of I think it was Tom. <laughs> like, that's that's like, the next not... fight. Yeah. Just wait, wait. <laughs> Did you have any like inclination that oh, that was going to happen no. at all? Really? No. It, wow. Okay. So the the, the funny the thing is, we were we were preparing for the the sort of. Uh, uh, a setback we got from the appeal of Strider Bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like we were like, okay, there's because in the whole chronological uh, time frame, it was the first appeal. It was, yeah. So everybody was totally unaware that there was an appeal. They didn't have any process. They they had the rule set, but mm -hmm. not the how are are we going to handle this? How are we going to mm -hmm. film it in the pit? So we were the first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and I was expecting was more of that and less of the here's monsoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, honestly, I remember seeing it at the time, but I thought they've done you so dirty. And, uh, you know, again, it wasn't a good fight. Again, I'm not going to exaggerate. Event that. event organizers and anybody who's ever been to an event, there are absolutely fights like this that just you know it's very hard to keep eyes. But then again, you don't have. I mean, you got a bunch of people sitting around, but you also have people with battle bots watching TV screens around the world uh trying to keep their eyes stuck to the screen and having mm -hmm. them not you know click oh what was on the last channel i was watching you know it's yeah. like it, it, i i understand like they're trying to like keep people in uh but it doesn't make it less dirty it's still not <laughs> the best move <laughs> well, <is it? laughs> yeah 
They yeah. know the match will last three minutes, so skip, skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where's my fast forward button? It is unfortunate. It is definitely unfortunate. Oh. Well, enough of the sadder times of the season. Let's move on to some listener questions before we get on to the yeah. fights for the episode. Uh, so let's start off with, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm really sorry. Peter Sade, we'll go with that, on on Facebook, asks, what was the original inspiration for Om- Ominous? Uh, the original inspiration for Ominous, um, I wouldn't say an inspiration, but I just wanted to build something different. Um, because we built like reality in 2018, uh, was doing okay, um, better than Ominous. Let's finish your season two and two, right? So far. If I recall correctly, Uh, reality was two and two. two. Three and two? also was one against our, uh. Hypershark lost against himself. Oh, that's fight. true. Uh, it was a different season, though, so that's <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah. That, that's the, the season of the, the Suckless, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to build something different. I remember seeing a, I think it was a Mechanum or a Omnidirectional Drive at Robot Wars in 2016, 15. I think that was uh, Sweeney's Hard. The underweight king. <laughs> uh, that, that thing was so underweight. It was like 60, oh, yeah. 50 kilos or something. Yeah, it was like 45 kilos, wasn't it? Yeah. So silly. So I saw it moving around the arena. I was like, okay, this is cool. I, I built some uh, like mechanic drive robots for uh, 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 work, like a Congress piece for like public interaction. So I built like a black and blue team or black and red team. One had a lifter and one had like the uh, dissector uh, hammers. Oh, nice. Um, That's right after my heart. Yeah. <laughs> so that, those were like in 2000, let's say 2013. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago. Um, and then I, I remember seeing a, like an old uh, GeoCities website of a, an American uh, a robot called Skittlebrow, which is also a three-wheeled omnidirectional hub motor drum robot. Wow. Um, back in 2007, so that was... Steve is frantically typing that, trying to find that <laughs> robot, isn't he? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, tr- I try to be the, the one that knows everything. Well, I mean, when we go like back to, like, to, to BattleBots kind of robots you know like even even as far back as season 5.0 you had alcoholic stepfather yeah uh you know the, like bots like that that, that kind of twisted the meta of like you don't have to just build uh a four-wheel drive bot or a two-wheel drive bot six-wheel drive track bot you know what? like something that you know drives like a tank you could drive something that drives like well like uh, those do like ominous yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember seeing like the alcoholic stepfather against i think it was the the, the precursor of tombstone mm-hmm. but then in the super heavyweight class mm-hmm and that was like, okay, Alcoholic Stepfather has a really thick titanium wedge. Mm-hmm. He needed it. But then again, it's like, okay, if you have a push butt, I think Alcoholic Stepfather had a flamethrower. Yeah, had a flamethrower. And, and and the old Comedy Central days actually had dissector like hammers that ah, would nice. swing and hit. So, uh, but it was just, it, it's just, a, it's just a different way, you know, to attack your opponent where instead of them having to worry about you going head on or back yeah. on, you know, yeah. that you could, you could technically, you know, sidestep into them, you know, and have yeah. them not, maybe not expect that kind of an attack. Yeah. So, so one of the, the advantages, and we, I think we saw it during our little stint in Portsmouth mm-hmm. 
is you can go so hard sideways, just turning around him. Uh, I think we, we went against Zadkiel or? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, Zadkiel. And, and, and we were worried because it was like, okay, we brought it along just to test. And then we got like a big overhead spinning. Demon. It, it is it is a scary it's like a big billy but kind of not right it's it's a yeah. bit it's a bit weird yeah and the the nicest part we we fit just under it <laughs> and the only thing he could hit was our disc so yeah perfect i, I remember uh, we were kind of stood there while, while you were doing that first fight it was, was that the first time ominous has fought ever yeah and what and you give him a good smack and zed kill just goes flying over the other side of the arena it was wonderful it re- yeah. like there was a big shout from us all and yeah. that was it was great to no, watch. That was a fun one. Uh, and it's just seeing it moving is, is and driving it is perfect. And then the first fight you have is against something like uh, Club Viper and you go, <laughs> okay, th- that's that's faster. Yeah, <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> this, this is a tiny bit. It's like, oh, we have the same top speed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No. Definitely. Right? <laughs> yeah. The downforce is such an advantage on that robot. Yeah. All the uh, magnets and that. Yeah. And we learned that. We learned that very quickly. Very, very quickly that this year um, and, 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 we, and we were like yeah, okay we even put on some provisions to put on magnets and we're like okay you can put on magnets but our weapon makes like n- nice tiny piece of steel chunks mm-hmm. and they fit under the robot perfectly mm-hmm. and we kind of need our drive to work yeah you don't um, want a high center yourself no. yeah no I think yeah, but then I saw all the because we weren't. Because the last time I went to BattleBots was like 2018, and the whole fork meta wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we built Ominous, and then the whole fork uh, uh, fork meta wasn't a thing because it was like 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I went I went to Endgame, and I looked underneath the robot, and I saw the ni- nice bristle mechanism they have mm-hmm. to keep away all the steel parts from the magnets. And I was like, ah. Next year. Taking notes. <laughs> <Yep>. Next year. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> After, you know, obviously, you've kind of mentioned there, you bet, like, the robot was built in 2020. I know we've, we've asked a few teams this before, but, like, obviously, you were one of the teams where your robot was in a crate in Las Vegas, and you guys were stuck over in Europe and couldn't go. Yeah. I, ha- I have to ask as well, like, what what was that like? Because I, I having spoken to the Monsoon team, who we're, we're obviously very good friends with them and live very locally, they were properly, properly broken by it. Like, they were gutted. Was it the same for you as well? Um, well, the thing is, we, we built the robot in 2020. And it's like 2020, okay, we were building it in March. Still mm-hmm. building it in March. Last weekend, we, we were still building it. And then we got the call, okay, it's going to be postponed. Mm-hmm. Maybe end of the year. We don't know. And then there was the, the, the not-so-world championships. Mm-hmm. Six, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or, or five. Yeah. Five, yeah. Um. And then we're like, okay, next year. We're going to do it next year. And then mm-hmm. the, the whole, uh, okay, we'll actually finish the second robot because we brought, we didn't have time in 2020 to finish the second robot. We finished mm-hmm. the second robot, uh, put it in the crate, send it to uh, uh, Las Vegas, uh, had all the arrangements for the hotel, the, all the arrangements for the flights, uh, even a, a car rental, uh, et cetera. <laughs> And we were just waiting on the the visa or the the, the, the knee exemption. Mm -hmm. And I think we cancelled it. Uh, We set our alarm clock for the flights on Friday. 
uh, and we still had no reply from the uh, uh, embassy, so we canceled our flights. Mm. Oh, really? So like you, the the the, the, the hour was supposed call. to leave for the airport. Yeah. Wow. So you guys canceled it before you'd even heard back. Yeah. Because yeah. it was getting too close. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's it's like if if we're not go- we're not gonna drive to the airport and find out we're not flying anyway. Yeah. Right. And we had to cancel it uh, like a couple of hours before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we spoke to Greg, and then you said, "Yeah, okay. If you don't hear anything back on Wednesday, uh, you're not gonna be able to uh, qualify for the top 32. Mm-hmm. So, no point of showing up. And we're just yeah. waiting, trying everything, even uh, calling like the Dutch embassy uh, oh, if wow. they could arrange something. But no, no, it just wasn't possible. And then seeing all the 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 the, the uh, like the pit tour from uh, uh, Scorpios with our yeah. crate and mm-hmm. getting pictures from Luke and from uh, Copperhead with a sad face next to our crate and like <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it must feel like obviously it's very disheartening that you couldn't go but ultimately it must have been nice knowing that everyone wanted you there like yeah. as, so, as soon as possible right like, yeah. at, at least that's something that's the tight-knit to... family aspect like it's yeah, just a like, bunch of relatives getting yeah. together and and breaking each other's toys and it's, <laughs> it's lovely like 90 percent of the reaction we got like the first two days we went actually went to the vegas was like i'm gonna finally see the robot because it's i've yeah. been staring at the crate last year for like the whole competition (laughs) what is in there we don't know could be anything no it's it just says ominous it's it's very uh, it's very ominous it's very ominous (laughs) which is an empty crate there was no robot (laughs) schrodinger's battle bot box yeah it's actually your own inside the entire time you know he left some holes but it's it was was some illegal dutchman (laughs) (laughs) uh steve do you want to grab the next listener question Yes, I will. So uh, we we had several people ask this question, but uh, thank you all for sending this in. But why run a hub motor for the primary weapon? And and what are the advantages of running a hub motor versus a traditional belt driven or gear driven uh, weapon? uh... Oh, my internet connection is unstable. (laughs) You're good. Oh, no, he's not. He's got a gun. (laughs) Ah! Okay, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, the the the, white, the the first Antweight spinner I built was a geared one, mm-hmm. and since then I've only built hub motors. So it's the part I know. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and and the one of the main advantages is that the uh, you don't have to have any room for gearing systems or motors or it's all very compact mm-hmm. yeah I, I i think of other robots you build like i mean i even think let's you know back a bugle box with wayo uh very compact uh just that that one weapon uh spinner around the front you have this really tight packed machine with this big old big old weapon motor down the middle um sorry i'm back that's okay that's yeah. okay it's all good dude. it's all good <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, I was bringing up I, w- I was bringing up Wayo for Bugglebots and that compact design and the the motor in the middle and you know it's it, it's it, I, I mean it's it's simplistic in, in its complexity. I just I just measured it like yesterday and it was like one point four kilograms. So I was like, okay, just forty grand for Norwalk. There you go. <laughs> I mean, we are waiting for Wayo to come back in the UK. Oh, so, yeah. this me. Aren't we all? Like, I, I've never. Well, I, I, 
I'm, I'm designing a new version. Oh, which has oh, oh. okay, nice. okay. <laughs> it is so exciting. Has a yeah. a slightly bigger stator. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my goodness! No. Yes, hub, um, hub motors are cool, and anything hub motors are really cool. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But That's don't really don't do it. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be attempted without great care, or just leave it to be professionals, <laughs> or you know, no experienced there, amateurs. Because you need a, it's a, it's like a, a, you need a certain specific, which also allows for a certain kilowatt uh, or torque range. So it's a very very specific kind of motor you need for some kind something like this. Mm -hmm. And the the one we got to fit uh, had a slightly larger diameter than the bearings we used, so we had to use a, like a clamshell outer casing, wow. and we had some problems with that one during Portsmouth because they were mushrooming. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the fight against uh, Switchback, we broke one side in three pieces. Oh, brutal. Yeah, so yeah, it's a mushroom you can share with everybody. To them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we still have two left. <laughs> Again, much like pineapple, I don't like mushrooms either. Neither <laughs> do I, honestly. I always used to give them to my sister, like whenever we used to get them. Here, they're like like whenever, we, we, whenever we get Chinese and like the stir fries, I'd always be like, oh, you know, they're like, here, they're like here. slugs. I just don't like them. But <laughs> yeah, no, no. depends. You got like it's a texture thing, maybe. right? It's a texture yeah, like, thing. If, anytime I've ever gotten a mushroom, it's like always like mush. But if you, maybe if you grilled them or something like that, like portobello's. I'm, I'm just discovering, like, I'm, I'm the, the human dustbin of the Robocast. It seems I'll eat anything. <laughs> this is an uh, amazing re reality shock, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll get on to that That's later. a different role. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, go on. Go on, David. Uh, so, Living Murphy's Law on Discord asks, what were the main differences between competing in extreme robots and battlebots? Um... Competing at extreme robots is like the, the, the fighting schedule of being in the finals of BattleBots. Mm -hmm. So at extreme robots, we had three fights in one day. Mm -hmm. um, I think at BattleBots, we had three fights in one week. So it's yep. uh, a lot different. It's a different skill set, it, definitely. Yeah. So it's and also that the whole uh, uh, extreme robots uh, uh, is more of a, uh, a show driven instead of a TV show. Mm -hmm. So it's like a live audience, which is like the, the source of mm -hmm. all the, the excitement. Instead of uh, we'll tape it and we'll show it on TV later. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a more direct, and also the the whole uh, VIP pit tour uh, with the. With all the the audience from Extreme Robots, that's so fun, mm -hmm. and uh, we we never do those things a year in the Netherlands, but we should because <laughs> it's, it's it's really nice, and especially if if there are people going like, I think this is piece of your robot because they had like the, the tour of the arena, yeah, and it, as soon as they find something like fluorescent yellow, they were like, <laughs> yeah, that was you. <laughs> yes, that's, that is yours. I've been here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's certainly like as you said, it's definitely a lot more geared into like a lot of pit practice. Obviously, the level of carnage you 
you take at BattleBots is very different because the energy there is so different. Yeah. Yeah. But but the turnaround at Extreme Robots is is crazy because as you said, you know, you have three sometimes more fights a day mm-hmm. and or you know, sometimes two or three fights a session. It is it is really intense. And yeah. you know, it, it it certainly sharpens you up for things like BattleBots where, you know, time is of the essence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the uh, 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 the whole schedule known in advance at BattleBots help with the, the being it more uh, relaxed than like I could remember in 2018 because then it's like okay we have to fight tomorrow or the day after but we have no idea who's who against uh, <laughs> yeah. what do we do to prepare uh, and this year was completely different because we knew we were going to fight Switchback we knew we were going to fight Shatter so and we knew we were going to fight Shatter like in the last session. Mm-hmm. So we could spend the whole week uh, uh, ordering new parts and having uh, Lincoln Electric weld up a new, the, the nice domed front end. Um, so th- th- it was more relaxed and more, yeah, yeah pleasant to be there. Mm. <laughs> Not that we don't like extreme robots. Yeah. That, ah. that, that has genuinely been something we've heard all season from every team we've interviewed. Like the the, the, yeah, the schedule absolutely. thing has just been like a revelation for so many people, right? Yeah, yeah. a yeah. lot of lessons really been learned nice. on that. Definitely, definitely brings a real sport feel to it, and I feel like that's yeah. that's been a common sentiment. Uh, mm. You know, it, 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 it's a nice step. There've been a lot of quality of life changes for this series that I think we've 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 seen kind of the the effects of them and i i, I think there's been a lot of very good changes that mm-hmm. have you know kind of given teams a little bit of peace of mind yeah. where like you don't have like have, have to be up late and we were talking about with this with greg where they don't be like at one in the morning be like oh my god oh my god a fight i have to be ready to go and like you're losing sleep over it and it's you know you don't you don't want to have to stress your talent out like that because i mean they got to be good on camera you got to be good on camera too but you also don't want to be like burn out you know <laughs> You know, trying to trying to plan. No, but for also, every the thing is, we had a team of. So we had a team of two, mm-hmm. at the end, three people. Mm-hmm. So we knew in advance who we were going to fight and what going what we we're going to do to prepare it, and mm-hmm. there was no like really rush because uh, uh, we cannot rush. It's like we have two people. Yeah, uh, this, this I'm, I'm this away like ninety percent of the time doing. Yeah, you have, you have other teams who've got teams I, I, of ten and things like that. So yeah, yeah. Some some yeah. teams like bring their whole family. It's 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 crazy. <laughs> you see them on no, screen. No, but it's also like if if you if you walk <laughs> past like the the uh, uh, Sawblaze team. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like you 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 can spot Jameson there, mm-hmm. but ninety percent of the time his team is working on the robot and he's off mm-hmm. doing interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's very different being a two man team than being bringing like eight people because mm-hmm. you do have to do everything yourself absolutely yes. so having that little peace of mind of knowing the schedule was really nice absolutely absolutely um we have had quite a lot of questions actually about reality as well yes um Darren Catalan asked two questions first question being what has been the cause of the weapon issues affecting ominous this season and the other question is what's ever happened to reality uh, the cause of the weapon issues um, is, is it that the t- we... is it like the flavor of the day? Is it the Vesk? <laughs> did you run Vesk? No, it's not Vesk. It's, it's a MGM 
Oh, controller. Okay. Oh, okay, uh, but okay. The, like the 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 the, the causes we originally designed it for like the two fifty sixty three, which is a really small one. We got from we had still had from reality, mm-hmm. um, and we were getting like every during testing every spin up we're getting errors and we'd have to reset etc and more errors more reset mm-hmm. and then we spoke to the guys at MGM and it's like yeah you have to get a bigger controller because it's just you're asking too much of the little controller. Mm-hmm. So we got a bigger controller and it would fit. Like barely. Uh, I think there was like a one centimeter gap between the top and the bottom and the sides of MGM with the frame. So there was limited amount of padding possible. So we had some problems with that. So mounting uh, and the fact that it's a big freaking hub motor <laughs> uh, and we couldn't run it censored. Because one of the, the 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 quirks of the MGM is that it has to do the sensor detection at hundred uh, percent RPM. And the other question was within saying, a, set, a certain yeah. set, a set of seconds. Yeah, and we could never reach that certain set of seconds because it's <laughs> twenty two kilos spinning up. Yes, <laughs> it's a lot lot of stuff to move. So we once. had to. Work. So one of the issues we had is we had to run it sensorless, mm-hmm. um, like which had its own complications. Reality. Yeah. Uh, so it would spin up slowly and then it would catch on and then it would go. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like the, the, I think the main issue, apart from like pure mechanical damage. And uh, that's it. And if, if, if it's spun up, it would spin up to, to like max RPM within, I think we set it down to four seconds. Not bad. Not bad. No, not at all. So like four seconds, seven thousand RPM. So, especially with about that can sidestep, you know, you can kind of get out of your way and give yourself time to spin up. You know, it's you don't have to worry. Hopefully, not worry so much about a box rush. But exactly, give yourself time. Just keep the front pointed toward the enemy and spin up. Yep, that's it. I mean, mean, that's (laughs) the true advantage of an Omnibot strafing. Exactly, exactly. So we 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 can always point, uh, and. Once up to speed is like fifty-five kilojoules, so it's enough. It, yeah. <laughs> I would think it'll, so. It'll, it'll do the job. It'll do the it's job. Bit too it's much. Good thing we got a nice big polycarb box to protect us from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the other question is, what happened to reality? But reality, yeah. yeah. Um, is it in a shed somewhere, picking up reality? dust? I think Lars bought it. it. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> no, Lars bought it. Man. <laughs> that guy's that guy's guy living room, mate. Honestly, I, I've I've seen it there. He's got a lot of. He needs to open a museum. He I does. Swear. He does. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I think I, I think he I could think charge. He, I think he's planning on. <laughs> That's an idea. Good. You could charge rent or charge uh, entry. <laughs> no, but what happened to reality? Um, I think the year after uh, Jeroen or one of the Jeroens went to uh, uh, Petunia. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe more of a, um, you know, not not the fact that you didn't want to go on with the design. It's just like the team kind of went their separate ways, you know. And it, yeah, you know, it's like and and, and, and it, like the, the main idea of of reality was to participate. Mm-hmm. It was like a, 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 a bucket list check. Yeah. Um, and I was always, always like, OK, but what can we do after reality? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what can we do to improve it? Can we do can we improve it, or does it have to be the 
the uh, the mythical beast that we'll never talk about again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, so it, it it's it has been in the at the in, at the attic of a teammate uh, for a couple of years, and then uh, Lars bought it. So, mm-hmm. are there design philosophies that are shared between Ominous and Reality, or is it, or is Ominous just a clean cut away from Reality? Um, I think it's a clean cut. Okay, mm. yeah, because I'm kind of um, curious because I know there's 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 teams that have brought there's teams that have come back with other other bots where I I know that uh, we talked with with Anna from Ripperoni about how how Ripperoni is a clean cut from Uppercut like it's not the yeah. same robot at all. Uh, so it's interesting. Yeah, but the the design of uh, uh, reality was made by Dennis, and okay. Dennis had Equinox. Yes, uh, which is like tiny reality or. I think that the, the working title for reality was Mequinox or Meganox or uh, <laughs> uh, like that for a couple of years. Uh, so he was the main designer of uh, reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had some input from all the team members and I did some of the, the, like the front armor pieces, uh, uh, the color scheme. Uh, um, but also, a lot of old, true tested technology, or, or at least we thought it would be old, true tested te- technology, because we were, were using the like the the, the Bosch uh, 750 motors. Wow, okay. well, bring, bring it them back. Like old school Wow, that's that's a, that's a proper throwback. <laughs> that is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, U- using like uh, sidewinders to uh, control it. So it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, like wow. old school. But the 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 problem we had is that the um, we were basing it on a tested two-wheel drive setup, like tough as nails, uh, mm-hmm. gravity. Those were like the, the robots our team members built. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew it would work. But then we built a four-wheel drive robot. And then turning would be a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the first five minutes we put it in the test box at BattleBots, the Sidewinder let out the magic smoke. Oh no! Uh, and I think we spent next to the week changing the gear ratio, making newer new rear wheels with like a harder shore, uh, <laughs> like nine ninety shore instead of the sixty wow. shore, just to make sure it doesn't brown out, doesn't let out the magic smoke. Interesting. Wow. So there was a lot of uh, room for improvement and mm. not the budget to do it. So. Yeah. Sacrifice a little bit of traction so that like it doesn't <laughs> make your motors work so hard. Yeah, and I think at the end they we, smoke. <laughs> we we smoked every sidewinder we had in our team, <laughs> and we borrowed uh, speak controllers from Petunia, and then uh, we knew uh, we noticed that like at ten s the uh, five volt the BEC started overheating, so we could drive around four minutes. So that's what happened during the duck fight. And we're like, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, we we this, our, these battle bots teams, you know, you just keep these companies in business. You always give them business. You know, always got to even if you burn out all their stuff. You know, they they know they got to repeat customer. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and anyway, one of the the like the main uh, uh, problems we had is. We went with reality like fresh out of Robot Wars. We did set mm-hmm. uh, Robot Wars the toughest nails. Mm-hmm. Uh, we built reality. We came there. We put it on the like the table, and then we saw like three uh, uh, 
identical robot from Donald Hudson sitting next to each other, and we like, yeah. okay, we have one. <laughs> uh, what what have I got myself one. into? <laughs> yeah, and that was like, like back in twenty eighteen when there wasn't different. too many of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy. This this is this is a different sport. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, ca capitalism is creeping its way into BattleBots a bit. Where like it's the more you spend, sometimes you know. Well, I don't know. You don't have more chance of winning, but it just you know it helps. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, you know, still need somebody smart behind the during, sticks during the competition. Yeah, especially yeah. during the competition, if you take damage, it's mm -hmm. easier to repair something when you know you have a fully functioning robot ready. Mm -hmm. yeah. Instead of okay, this has to work. You're not like sweating bullets. Like our fighting, like I'm minutes. running out of time. I gotta <laughs> yeah. get this working. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I think. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll miss the next question out, Steve. We'll, we'll just go on, on to the last of the list of questions for the before the fight. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so SR2448 on YouTube. Uh, was reality ever offered a, a place in the last chance rumble in 2018, given its record? Uh, or was it just the what was the robot to beat by then or were you not asked uh do you remember <laughs> um i remember greg coming up to us a couple of times for the desperado tournament oh wow because there was a thing back then mm -hmm. mm. and he was like yeah you should really think about the desperado tournament i was like yeah um we don't have spares and the whole the whole philosophy of the Desperado tournament is, you, okay, you have five fights one day or mm -hmm. two days. At the end, uh, and, and it's like the, the one with the most pairs wins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As Lockjaw did. In that yes. Case. As, as Lockjaw did, because he had three. Yeah, mm -hmm. perfect. Um, and we're like, and we were still hoping to be, be to get like a better record, but on the hindsight, with looking at the, the, the competition, we had like Duck, uh, Mohawk, uh, Sawblaze, uh, I think, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, so Sawblaze, well, I think we at least made the like the, the web page the top banner with the, mm -hmm. the nice yep. sparky bits of the. Uh, yeah. I'm yes. pretty sure it still is the uh, when you go to the robots page on BattleBots, I believe that still is the the uh, 2018 season picture where it is, yes. is, is driving yeah. you across the box <laughs> in a blur. Yeah. <laughs> the, the funniest thing is the Netflix started sending uh, uh, broadcasting the that mm -hmm. season of BattleBots. And is, uh, is it that picture as well? <laughs> yes, yeah, of yeah. course. There you yep. go. Hey, look, I think if I remember correctly, it was a very good fight and you know you, you gave them a good run for their money, which you know, it was. It was so it's like we we opened our robot and it was like okay he missed this pre cover was still smoking uh by this much so. <laughs> it's like if if they do like one or, or or five seconds additional grinding yeah he could have won judges decision. yeah what could it wasn't meant to be yeah, could have been, could have been, could have been, yeah, yeah, if some butts, candy, and nuts, absolutely. All right, right. let's talk about some fights for this Arts. week's episode. The what episode was this again? 14. <laughs> 14. Number 14. 14. I know we're, we're really close now. Interesting bit going into like the last couple of episodes Chris wasn't there for commentary, mm -mm. like Chris was doing uh NFL stuff at the time, so all of this has been dubbed over. Wow. Yeah. 
Like when they're a couple of like behind the uh, the scenes stuff, Pete was doing a couple of the interviews like post fights, mm. and they dubbed out afterwards uh, to put Chris and Kenny in there, and yeah. they had to make sure they tell them don't say uh, Pete because otherwise we're gonna cut this out. <laughs> so just uh, a behind the scenes bit uh, from from the crew that was there. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And Kenny held his own, you know. It was yeah, just, it, was, it was it was just him all, all all alone by that side of the box, and he he did all right, <laughs> you know. There were a um, lot of um, moments where they obviously they zoomed quite close in on Kenny to cut out Pete, I assume. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was a little Absolutely. bit more noticeable. Yeah. Well, let's start with fight number one. Yeah. Which oh boy, the big boy fight. Yeah. Big boy number three. Oh man. Starchild sure did get the big boy treatment. Starchild uh, got their absolutely fights. trashed in this immediately. Game. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. This was a tough watch. If uh, since since we all we all love Brandon, we all love uh, that team, and this was this was hard to watch. But Jonathan, you know, this is the huge we've always waited to see, and 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 I mean, here we are at the end of the season. Uh, these two bots are on completely different sides of the spectrum, record wise, uh, and I... it's. Mm, I do wonder. Uh, so my, my 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 thing I'm going to say is I I wonder if knowing Starchild were zero and three going into this fight, and obviously they've got to go and fight huge. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Brandon, because he kept those wheels spinning. Yeah. He, I wonder if he said, "Do you know what, Jonathan? Just just go in. Give give it a good go." There over. was a there was a lot of discussion <laughs> between them before the episode because we we tried interviewing both Jonathan and Brandon on that mm-hmm. Sunday and they were unavailable because they were busy talking to each other most of the time. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of discussions beforehand. I mean, Tim, what, what did you reckon of Fuge in this fight? It is quite the beast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, th- th- there's nothing much you can do except for building a huge-esque uh, robot yourself. But then, yeah, Huge was on a roll. Yeah. Absolutely, it was, it's, it's been it, fearsome all season, hasn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I remember sitting in the we were, we were, we were uh, all three of us were in the high five section for this fight. And I do remember yep. saying at the time this looked like two like big wheelchairs fighting each other, like two medieval <laughs> wheelchairs fighting each other. Um, it was it's it, it's just a very odd scene to see such tall machines with big wheels. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's almost like fighting in a mirror a little bit. Uh, but unfortunately, one one mirror is fighting one one person in the mirror is fighting a little harder and getting you know getting more of the hits and maybe getting cut a little more. Uh, uh, it was that it's... early hit that yeah. took off the uh, like the bracket at the back, so just yeah. the weapon was yeah. hitting the floor the, throughout. Yeah. Brandon could not get up to speed at all in that fight. The, no, the other one for me that kind of illustrated just the difference between these two. Obviously, they were both running the Tegris wheels and. Mm-hmm. Huge at one point, the, the Tegris on Star Trek is just like it, it kind of folds over, it, mm-hmm. it sort of melts. You know, when weirdly. you watch like a later documentary or something, and then like you see an animal like break their leg, and you're like, Oh god, like that's not meant to happen. And it's like they, no. they just they try and run away, and they can't because they, they just can't put their leg down. And no, you're saying that, we need Danborough to commentate on this, I like, think so. Yeah. I think so. Get, get, get him out there. David Attenborough would love to commentate on bar butts, I reckon. Um, yeah, that would be cool. It would yeah. be. Yeah. It would just just for one fight. Yeah, Greg, Greg, make it happen. I want to see it happen. <laughs> Do it. Um, yeah, brutal, absolutely brutal display from Huge and Starchild. I mean, they've they've had a rough rough go of it this season. You know, yeah. robots but, that didn't really suit them. Yeah, it's another robot that really doesn't suit their style of opponent, is it? 
No, it it, it suits the opponent rather well. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it was the, this this was very sad to watch because I mean, coming into the season, I you know you you're very up on a on on a new ish machine, you know, where it, like we've seen this robot do pretty well at the lower weight class, and you know. It's it, it's just a shame that it didn't translate well to at least in this iteration didn't translate well to a heavy. Uh, I'm sure Brandon is hard at work trying to figure out how to make this thing have have a higher combat potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it's I mean it's it's the worst feeling in the world to go into the box and have everything that you've designed and everything that you've worked on not pan out the way that you know you thought it would. Um, but I know he's a smart guy and there's a smart team, so they'll they'll get back at it and you know, hopefully there's. There's a bright future for Starchild. Uh, I mean, aside from the light that we lost in this fight, that, that, I mean, there, that 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 one That's won't shine as bright. That one won't shine as brightly anymore. No, uh, no, <laughs> no, it but, won't. Uh, no. Um, Owen for I'm I'm guessing not in the bracket, but you never know. The, yeah. the selection committee might. It's, you know, come on, it's Sam. Not looking great. <laughs> we love it? them, but we're not completely stone brained. No, no. <laughs> um, you know, huge. However, is four Renault. Yeah. Now that makes it the second four and team this season after Quantum. Mm-hmm. Again, who would have thought that at the start of the season? Th- like those two being the four and teams. They're a yeah. nice duo, aren't they? At four and Just how do you how do you say? Yeah, I mean, where would you put them? It has to be like sort of top five, right? <laughs> I would have said like top four, top four. That they, they they would they should be the leading robot in their bracket in like their quadrant. Maybe, yeah. I I feel like a couple of their fights are against bots that are kind of barely in or either right out. So Shatter, uh, we'll see them later in this episode. Uh, actually, in the next fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, their their season hasn't gone to plan. Neither has Blip. Uh, neither has Fusion and Starchild. No. So really, if you're huge, you know you're four and zero, but you've gone up against robots that maybe haven't had the best of seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does that hurt their bracket their bracket ranking? Possibly. Uh, but it, it's hard to not put them at least near the top five or in them in the top five at bare minimum. Mm. So, yeah. Food for thought for the selection committee, I think. Yeah. Well, Steve, you kind of said shatters in the next fight. So, <laughs> Tim is ominous. Tim um, is indeed ominous. Talk, talk us through it. What, from your perspective, I mean. From what I saw in the fight, I thought it was pretty even, and it was it was better than I remembered watching it back. But um, yeah, talk us through it. Um, because because I was there and I experienced it live, and I had a different recognition uh, recognition of the the, the fight as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the first hit, the first hit of Shattered just went through the like the tiny uh, yellow uh, access hatch. Just in. and which smacked it, it wouldn't even went through, but it just hinged mm-hmm. right on top of the drive motor and just smacked it, mm-hmm. uh, which stopped one of the drives from working. Mm-hmm. So we were a two wheel drive omnidirectional, uh, <laughs> yeah, normal, ah, oh. <laughs> uh, robot f- f- uh, from that first hit. Um, yeah, it's a pinpoint shot from Eric with that hammer, yeah. So that was a, a um, it was a very one in a million shot, and it hit it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, twice the, the second hit, he went two, the... two and a half a million. Yeah, one million. Yeah, yeah. But it's also <laughs> much better now. One and half a million. <laughs> no, but it's it, 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 apart from that, I think the uh, we 
proof that it was still very mobile, just on two wheels, which mm -hmm. uh, is not the front being the front. Yeah, that's the only problem we had because the disc was working beautifully. Mm -hmm. um, the, the the couple of times Shadow went over the disc, uh, we left some nice gashes underneath the, the nice uh, 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 billet uh, chassis. Mm -hmm. um, just the one view. Yeah. I mean, look, honestly, considering the season you've had so far, would you say this is your best fight? Because, I mean, I thought it was. I mean, obviously the damage at the start was frustrating, but the fact that you did keep it going for three minutes and it was, you know, the weapon was working beautifully throughout. Were you happy with this one? Uh, we were. Because uh, um, the weapon was working, the Shremac was working, we stayed on th three wheels. Uh, uh, we were doing damage. Uh, we were we weren't as mobile as we could have been, mm -hmm. um, but it was doing great. Uh, we just lost. That's it. We did have another list of question uh, from Bravado Battlebots on Facebook, who asks, "Did you consider appealing the Shatter fight decision? It felt close enough for me to do so." No, I because he went through the the, the access hatch. He broke one of the motors, and we were like, "Okay." Adam is just being nice enough to chase us, but because otherwise we will just have to, I don't know, because our front was not at the front. The, the drum was not being actively driven towards the uh, uh, opponent. It was just being sort of dragged along. Mm -hmm. um, so all the hits we got on Shatter were mainly Adam's work <laughs> because he, he drove into it. Mm -hmm. uh, there were a, lot, a, a couple of shots that we actually managed to hit him mm. but we weren't doing the damage we were we could have done let's say yeah um so I, my my recognition of the fight was it was very one-sided and looking back at it it was like it was pretty even yeah like Sh shatter was even not only afterwards seeing it on tv yeah, yeah. correct shatter was definitely not happy like they, they kept getting either caught on the floor or something it, it wasn't mm. you know particularly pleased it's, at all it's yeah. just just afterwards, it's like we were having similar drive issues. Mm -hmm. Definitely, but he had four functional for for functioning wheels, and I had two. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, he started with more and magnets. He got he cheats and magnets. Yeah. He started with more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to just remove a wheel. You know? I do wonder better. as well. I do wonder whether you know him driving at you in the way that you kind of mentioned. I wonder if that's him kind of trying to make the fight as exciting and, and as interesting as he can because. He knows ultimately this is his last chance. And yes. there was a lot of talk before the fight, um, whether, you know, is Shatter gonna get in the bracket, which yeah. I mean we'll get to it in a second, but like I feel like that was his only option. He had to go yeah. at you and try and make the fight as interesting as he could. And you know, credit to him, it was it was an interesting fight. But yeah, that that was it. That was that was it. Uh, uh, he had to. Yeah, he had to. And, and to have some sort of uh, uh, convincing win, he had to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it does leave you at one and three. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you were offered a one and three record with the robots you had at the start of the season, would you have been happy with that or were you slightly disappointed? Because um, we, we knew our schedule in advance and we're like, okay, Claw Viper, if he's like the, the, the robot he, he, he was previous years, we could win. Mm -hmm. uh, Shredded Bro, we saw driving around the arena. It's like we should win. Mm -hmm. uh, switchback, it's like we have a high chance of winning. And the most interesting fight would be Ominous and Shatter. Yeah. Just because it would be two omnidirectional uh, 
uh, robots. Mm -hmm. And Ominous being fully functional would be very nice to see. Shatter being fully functional being would be very nice to see. But somehow Shatter couldn't get the the like the traction down in like the first couple of fights. And and, and he had the like the, the two in a, a million uh, lucky hits. <laughs> um so it could have been a lot better and a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um so and at the end it was like, okay, two and two would be doable, mm -hmm. but one and three was kind of disappointing with but mainly because of being all the, the little things that went wrong right and the lucky hits yeah fair completely fair i do have to another thing that kind of irks me about this episode in particular i do wonder about the narrative that they're kind of pushing with the show because throughout the entire build-up of the fight there was you know ominous is at one and two even if they win they're probably not going to get in the bracket i'm like i mean it's a bit harsh, but yeah. I, you know, I feel like if you're beating Shatter and beating Shatter well, there's no mm. reason not to take you, in my opinion, because you know the Claw Viper fight was pretty exciting and fun. Yeah. Okay, yes, the Shredder Bro fight wasn't good. We've no. kind of we've just talked about that already, but like again, the the Switchback one was short but sweet. You know, you you did damage to the Switchback, who has proven to be a formidable opponent to other people as well. So. I don't know. That kind of hurt me a little bit. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I I like that yeah. at all. Kind of pre-charging the narrative a little bit, and kind of maybe yeah. leaking out some things of like maybe maybe if Ominous doesn't make the bracket, don't be surprised. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's it, it's I don't know. I, that 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 that's that's more on like show writers and stuff like yeah, that. Of course, you know? of course. It's it, it's it's hard. It, it's but, hard to get everything right. You know, and 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 and, and get everything it's in a line. TV show. Yes, like we're yeah. talking about it now. They're doing their job, right? You yeah, know, like why are we saying like, oh, ominous got left out. Oh, like, or, no, like, no, but like, it's like, like oh. one of the, one of the, one of the Damn fights them. later in this episode had the same narrative. It's like, yeah, for, for me or as a competitor, it was just a fight, like mm -hmm. one of the four fights, right, mm -hmm. uh, of the opponent. But the whole building up is like, okay, <laughs> what what about shatter? Is it enough? It's... Well, let's see. The record is one and three. Mm -hmm. Losses come to huge beta horizon uh, mm -hmm. and the win against Ominous. Mm -hmm. Same argument applies with, with how they've said if Ominous might leave out the bracket, you know, they beat Ominous, who is a as a bubble team, let's say. Uh, yeah. you know, that's that's a fair that's a fair point. And then Huge had an incredible season. Beta's had a really good season too. And we'll sure. see them later. We will indeed. Uh and Horizon, who we'll also see in the next fight hasn't had the greatest of seasons, but has improved fight on and fight on. Mm -hmm. Is it enough? I I don't know. Uh, at the time, I didn't think so. Uh, but when the bracket comes out, we'll see. Uh, but it's it, it's a tough it's it's a tough tough. It's tough for me to put Shatter in, and I, I, I we love we love the we team do. bots. I, I mean, death. I, I mean, uh, hang on. There we go. We're, 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 I'm getting the scarf out. I'm doing. Oh, uh, you're gonna show your fandom. Oh, okay. No. There we go. I've just ruined some of the threads. There we go. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, put the scarf okay. on. We'll put it back together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think if, if if they're gonna make it, they'll just scrape in. Like yeah. they'll be the thirty-two. I exactly. I think that's I think that's about about where I'd put them. It's it. I mean, even it's it, it's it's too hard to put them any higher. They haven't had the best of seasons, but you know what? I mean, last year we had a thirty-one run all the way to the final four. So who knows? You know, maybe they could turn up the heat, and uh, you know, maybe maybe the regular season is just uh you know just in the past now, and they're they're gonna look forward and just run the table. But you you know, it, it hasn't been it hasn't been the best of seasons. No, I think the issue that that Shatter have mm -hmm. is 
they needed to turn up in this fight and absolutely trash you, Tim. And yeah. I don't think they did enough for, for me yeah. personally. You know, as we've said, they needed, they needed a knockout, did they not? You know, I yeah. Feel like I mean, that like, not even that. Like, just like if it's three minutes of just peppering ominous, mm-hmm. there's holes everywhere. Yeah. Like it's it's still working, but there's nothing. You know, there's no aggressive mm-hmm. threat from ominous. Then that yeah. then fair enough. But this yep. wasn't that. I don't think. You know, yeah. they did get those really good couple hits on that critical spot. So. You know, yeah. I mean, depends on how much they value uh, value that. No, how... that, that one critical spot. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's you know, and Shatter's been around for a bit. They've they've kind of built up a legacy of being one of the premier hammerbots in the league. So <clears throat> if they yeah. if they get in, it's on their legacy, in my opinion. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we'll see when bracket time we'll rolls around. Yeah, which is soon. Yes. Yeah, next next week. It's next week. I know. Very exciting. Well, you mentioned. I mean, there you go. It's on the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Horizon and Triton. Uh, two, I mean, first of all, I did enjoy the modifications that Triton made with the kind of wedge plate across their pulley to try and stop the Horizon discs getting at uh, Triton. Triton itself struggling to spin up throughout, mm-hmm. I felt. And it was really strange because Triton lost the side of drive quite early on. Horizon then hits it on the other side, which kills that side, but the other side then comes back to life. <laughs> like whatever whatever they did, like, loosened the other side of Dryden. It might have just been locked up, I don't know. I haven't yeah, dug I around know. enough. But Impact's the best lubricant. Yeah, apparently so. And then Horizon just got, I think, got crumpled up. The Eventually Triton does get the weapon spun up quite a lot, and it is a fearsome thing when it gets going yes. and crumples the drive of Horizon. But I, don't, I don't think they've spun it up themselves. Do you not think so? Because I was looking at the, the footage like this morning again, and it was like, it's one of the hits of Triton, and then that just spins up to the top. But I, I'm not sure. But yeah, they, seeing they were having serious that fast, issues with that weapon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. It's interesting because, you know, I, I actually only found out today that the, the top bit of Horizon is motorized. It's, it's, it's just free spinning. I didn't realize yep. this until today. Yeah. So that, that shows that the attention I've been paying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, look, two robots that are kind of awkward, you know, so awkward to fight because they have so much reach. They're kind of trying to outreach each other. And I don't mm-hmm. know, it, it was an interesting chess game. But it was ultimately Trison coming out on top with... Uh, Another win, two wins back yeah. to back now for Trison. Yeah, it's been quite a quite a turn for them. I mean, their their season didn't start out, you know, spectacularly. No, uh, con- considering you know their 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 loss to Lucky and then their uh, <laughs> disemboweling <laughs> from Copperhead. Uh, but then they put together two really nice wins: a very gutsy win against Glitch, who was trying to get their season back on track, and then this this win against the rookie that you know we've underestimated, but has has proven to be you know really tricky to fight uh but it just it just wasn't it just wasn't meant to be i mean you got a heavyweight uh that basically has a the drive of a it's it's it's, it's like they put it's it's like the drive of like a middleweight <laughs> on top of like this huge uh scaffolding uh <laughs> or underneath this huge scaffolding piece uh but yeah it was it was a cool experiment uh will it come back i don't know you know it, it was a, a a fun bot to see i feel like it's you know it's 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 a cool thing to see on tv uh but it it just didn't it didn't perform probably the way that uh that josh I, thought it would i think the issues with horizon is the density I that. is different at beetleweight scale than it is to heavyweights you know mm-hmm. there's, there's so it much doesn't scale up as nicely yeah no yeah. definitely not 
as as much as cool as it is to see something like this in the arena, and you know, credit to the team for trying it. It it doesn't quite, as you said, scale the same way as a lot of yep. other designs do. And yeah, I, I th- it it does scale, but then you have then you have to have like uh, uh, uh like the two discs be able to spin up in like 0.5 seconds mm-hmm. just to have like the, the 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 big inertial load to spin up the, the top but i don't think they have the, enough power mm-hmm. uh, no I suppose it's, it's probably hard to get that level of power it like all the way over here and then yeah it's no. spinning wet masses that you know weigh as much as the discs do mm-hmm. um horizon at one and three i'm also probably yeah. Not, not, yeah i don't think so i don't think the way they I get shattered it, enough yeah Triton at two and two have recovered well. Yeah, the issue... not the best showing in a final fight, though. No, well, and I think the other a, issue a that... knockout still. Mm-hmm. The issue Triton yeah. have is their opponents. Yeah, for me, because obviously Horizon okay has won against Shatter. You know, some would say controversially, but they still won. The other three fights didn't go to plan at all for Horizon, and then no. uh, Triton's other win coming against Glitch, who we'll talk about a bit later on. But at this point was. Oh, and three, and you know it's not a, a, a glittering CV for Triton. They might get in on the basis that they're you know level, mm-hmm. but you know as they do mention in the episode that there are some one and three teams with ridiculous strength of schedules, and you know yes. we'll see. It's definitely a bubble team. Yeah, I I feel like it would be a shame if they didn't make it um, because they've had some very entertaining fights, uh, and it like has got a lot so much better. There's a lot of potential in this machine, and they've gotten so much better as as the fights have gone on. This, I, I feel like this fourth fight hurts them a little bit. But then again, they were they they had they had a rough they've had a rough go. Uh, <laughs> this this bot's been through a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe a little bit more armor in some places would have helped, but they wouldn't do it. I know they wouldn't. That's not the it's not the spirit of the game with this team. Um, Definitely but it's it, it's it's a really nice showing for a bot that you know it's from coming from a bot that was just pure chaos uh, <laughs> on two wheels and uh, deemed unsafe uh, in deep six uh, to <laughs> yeah. just say okay let's just take that bar and rotate it ninety degrees and say uh, let's go again let's let, let yeah. let's basically let's be tombstone without tombstone being there it was nice to yeah. see a nice big bar spinner I feel like it's it, it would be it would have felt. A little bit more empty had there not been a a bot, you know, of this ilk, like a, yeah, of this ilk, yeah, very, very much so. Well, uh, it did it did fancy dress as Tombstone for Halloween, didn't it? Yeah, that was, that's a neat that's a neat <laughs> trivia fact for you. Uh, Let's move on. Yeah, uh, to fourth this. fight, Bloodsport and Beta. Yeah, this one got all of. I, I think this one got this one got me. Really? I was yeah, so I I guess maybe I forgot about the rotator beta fight and how effective beta was at being a a a tank it's against a horizontals. Wedge, you know? Yes, it's, it's, honestly. It's a perfect wedge. Yeah, perfect uh, wedge. I don't know what the heck I was thinking, but beta is I mean it's it's everything it's everything we thought it would be coming back finally. You know, it's <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 this wonderful tanky wedge robot with a hammer that, you know, it's it, that it, that it, fires it, it, beautiful at work. the right time. <laughs> yeah, he waits for good hits and he gets them when he wants them. Uh, no, so it, it, was, it was a really, it was a really good knockout dragout fight. I'm very, uh, I'm very pleased. Uh, I mean, be, maybe not for Bloodsport. Uh, I feel like they would have wanted a win here. And now being at two and two is a little scary. Uh, figuring out their ranking, I feel like they'll be lower than they wanted to be. Uh, but this, this was a good fight. Uh, I don't know what you guys thought. 
I thought this was the best fight of the week, personally. You know, honestly. Yeah, it, it deserves to be fight of the week. It mm-hmm. was it was a really good fight, this. Because it's it's just showing everything that Beast needed to do from the rotator fight mm-hmm. and more. Like it, it shows why Jason being on the team was so good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, I don't know what you thought, but like for me, just this is what I've been waiting for for Beast since 2016. It's, it, this, mm-hmm. this is it. This is, yeah. Because the big electromagnets on the bottom, I don't know if they had still had them, probably had. Mm-hmm. But then but the whole did, issue yeah. was, okay, they have to stand still to be able to pull down in order to hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think they just gave up on that idea of being able to stand still or being be able to suck, being sucked down to the floor mm-hmm. and just went for it. So, yes. Yeah. Perfect. One thing I did enjoy was Bloodsport's little decoration on the top of the head. Did you see? Yes, that alpha. alpha <laughs> yeah, very very nice. And the, yeah. I, I also did enjoy as well the little segment that Battlebots actually put in about the the telemetry stuff. Yes, yeah, that was more, good tech more stuff. of that. Like, I want yeah. more of that stuff. Like, yeah. no, I want to see. You know, because, I mean, Bloodsport's been doing that for a bit. You know, yeah, Bloodsport was one, was our pit neighbor. All right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, the guy responsible for the telemetry was doing the, his programming just right next to our table. And it was like, mm-hmm. let's go. Did you ever look through it? I want one. I was, was yeah. going to say, it was any, any inspiration for, for future ominouses? Yeah. It's like like <laughs> complete animation of the robots, every every temperature, every current, every... Oh my God, it was so mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's the Rolls Royce of the, of the BattleBots field at the moment, where it just yeah. has all the bells and whistles. It's just and, really nice yeah. to nerd out with it, really. Yeah. yeah. 100%. It's them. It's there's a couple teams that do. It. I know Ribot has telemetry. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nice to see teams really getting stuck in uh, with this this fact. I mean, it's it's a three minute fight, but those three minutes could be an eternity. And it's nice to know, especially for how expensive these machines are. If there's something in your robot, like say say you're running your weapon, especially when we've we've seen past fights with Bloodsport where they'll just spin their weapon down and be like, well, why are they doing that? Well, they're keeping an eye on their currents. They're keeping an eye on their temperatures. They're they're trying to survive not only this fight, but also the, the tournament, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, they're yeah, trying to be as cost-effective like as possible. It's very much like a race pit crew, isn't it? You exactly. Know, it's like, do you need you need to manage your tires or yes. like you need to save fuel? Yeah, you, you, you in, can't just go full my tires here. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that's that's also one of the advantages of having more team members. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have, if you have a driver and a weapons operator and someone who's pushing the buttons at the, uh, at the corner for the hammers, mm-hmm. they have three people just watching a screen, seeing everything. <laughs> Make yeah. use of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, you know, it gives everyone a purpose, and they you know they've they've it's clearly worked for them up to this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Beater, but three and one. Yeah, but, very what, impressive season. I mean, obviously, the last time we saw them in twenty twenty, they went three and zero in the in the you know preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, their fights on that occasion were Rotator, which you know was con- a controversial win, but they did dominate the fight, a win nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Rusty and Grabot, who I don't want to say are gimme wins because nothing is a gimme win in BattleBots, but as close to as they probably could have got. Um, yeah. This season has not been that, you know. Kraken, okay, Kraken has had a difficult season, but it, it yeah. clearly hits hard, as we saw in that in their fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Shatter, Black Dragon, and now Bloodsport. That is a serious resume. I and, think yeah. this is their best season run like so far, like even including 2016. Oh, really? It's been really impressive. Yeah, 
And their, so. their, their schedule definitely got harder as it went. I mean, their first yeah. two fights, uh, well, Kraken still, Struggling. Kraken's first fight uh, seems like an eternity ago. Uh, but that 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 robot was not happy or ready to fight. <laughs> uh, wasn't by by Matt's. Uh, wasn't wasn't because of anything that Matt did or did not do. It's just that Kraken just was 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 not very happy to fight that 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 moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Shatter, but, you know, their season hasn't gone great. So, but then they had these these last two fights. Uh, a, a fight against Black Dragon. That one misstep, you know put them upside down and then this really nice rebound against Bloodsport. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's been a wonderful, it's been a wonderful turnaround. Uh, oh, we just lost him. Uh, we'll keep an eye out if he's, no, he's still in the call. He's just not, he's oh, he's still here. Okay, good. Yep. Okay, good. I was, <laughs> I was, I was nervous. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, it's like being back in Vegas all over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bloodsport at two and two. I think they also probably do get in. Their losses to Beta, who's yeah. had a good season, and Copperhead has had a good season. Um, yeah, they've with... had a rough run. Uh, yeah. Bloodsport. So like, they had a it's... rough start. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really rough. Start. Catching, you know, that's a rebuild your hair on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tough stuff. But um, yeah, two and two. I think they're going to be pretty comfortably in there. Maybe not a high seed like they have been in the past, but you know, certainly not something you want to be fighting straight out the gate. I don't think. I'd oh, say yeah. like early twenties, probably. Around I that, would think so range. too. Early twenties is about where I'd put them. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Absolutely. Moving yeah. on. Well, we mentioned Kraken a little bit. They take on Mammoth. Yeah. Hmm. It's driving so much better. It now. was going better though this time. It was. It, was. it really and was. They working. weren't using the arm, so it helped. I was no, going to say they went full true. vert, didn't they? they yeah. Just thought, yes. right, do you know what? Let's stick the weapon out in front and see what happens. There are nice four wheel drive vert in this conference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear Matt was trying to Kit Kat Mammoth. I swear if like if he got if he got that main strut in the middle and just split it. Yeah. I think that, I, that he, was he fully went for it. And he, yeah. he fit so nicely. He did. Mm-hmm. Just slots in there. Um Mammoth yeah. once again using the um one half UHMW, one half yeah. um Tegris arm. Frankenstein trunk. Yeah. yeah. Towards the end, everything all kind of kicked off, didn't it? You know, all of the you could see so much rubber on the floor where Kraken has just shredded its tires and has yeah. no grip at all. It, it, it can't mm. get anywhere. And mm. then Mammoth dies on one side as well at the same time. It yep. was it was a proper chaotic end. Yeah. But Mammoth really did do well at keeping Kraken away from most of the sensitive bits. They probably took a few impacts, but they used the arm well, in my opinion. Yeah. I got yeah. I got I gotta say, it's watching this fight back, and we look back at the rule review that we've had. How do you determine whether or not Mammoth is corralling or not? Because you got to back a whole square up, but it's, it's so this big. was a discussion we had during. You know what I mean? I like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, it's a tricky I mean they one. do back away, but it's. It, I mean, once Kraken's wheels are gone, I mean they're just kind of playing with their food, aren't they, Mammoth? You know, it's mm-hmm. yeah. Kraken's not going I think anywhere. It but... looks worse than it is because of like yeah. the, how things I'm are looking for both robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Mammoth. Mammoth is just. An ungamely beast, isn't it? It is. And fighting for a possible, you know, tournament tournament spot. I mean, if they go two and two like they did in this fight, I mean, could they scrape in? I mean, their wins are against teams that haven't won. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's there's, tricky. There's still a chance. There's you know, still they, a chance. They're a past tournament participant. You know, they're going to be entertaining twice. Twice now. Yep. Um, my, you know, I think for me, I think they have to right because their two wins are. are 
you know, stompings of Kraken and Starchild. Starchild didn't even get a touch on it. They were flipping no. them around like it was nothing. And their two losses, okay, Death Roll is performing reasonably, is reasonably well, has a lot of pedigree in his two and one mm-hmm. currently. The, um, the Valkyrie fight is closer than that people would have thought, especially like between the Unstick and everything in that fight. Correct. That was cut out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mammoth yeah. on the bubble. What, what do you reckon, Tim? Obviously, you know, but <laughs> at the time, what did you think for Mammoth's chances? Um, I think they were doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not <laughs> Very political answer. That's okay. better than we did. Yeah. Oh. Um, as for Kraken, a tough season, yeah. 0 4. Yeah. Lots of lessons learned. It's no one for, but Matt's happy. We're in a way different spot from last year. Well, I mean, we're in a different spot from last year. <laughs> but we're <laughs> yeah. still kind of in the same spot with record. But it feels a little better. It feels like there's a way forward. There, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, as you would say, mm-hmm. metaphorically. I will there's, say. There's uh, a chance for Kraken to be competitive. I, I I know we mentioned it when we when we interviewed Matt earlier this year, but uh, Kraken's last ten fights have ended in a loss for them. Yes, yeah, it's you're, a bad run, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's going to hurt your saber metrics if we're if we're talking like uh, we're cutting down to the nitty gritty. Like I'd like to see um, like how they've lost all those fights if it's all the same way or if it's different or you know if it's if there's any common factor there. Uh, but you know it's it, it just hasn't panned out. Uh, but it's it's nice to see them going a different route and. You know, showing some success, but there's still there's still learning to be done. There's work to do, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Let's talk about um, well, the other Omni Drive Vert, I suppose. Yeah, uh, Glitch and Valkyrie. I've seen a few comments this week. Well, not even that. I, in commentary as well. Why aren't Valkyrie attacking Glitch? The thing is. If they do just hit Glitch while it's dead, which it looked dead at the time, then mm-hmm. that's what everyone complained about with Riptide. And yeah. you, can't, you can't have it both ways. So no. I will give uh, Lucy and the Valkyrie team a lot of credit for holding back and kind of just seeing first if Glitch was actually mobile or not. Um, yeah, there's a nice post the team have put up as well that mm. Glitch were actually being counted out. That, that yeah. was cut out during this fight. Mm. Uh, and then they got moving again in that time frame. So it's a little bit of shenanigans kind of editing around them being counted uh, out, I guess. But it makes sense why you wouldn't go into a glitch when it's like nigh on dead because yeah. it's killed robots before doing that. I mean, obviously, we've seen before Glitch's weapon is ferocious and Valkyrie's it, weapon and look, broken like, by yeah. the end of this fight. That egg beater <laughs> will not beat eggs anymore. No, no. no. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's split in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see whether who gets that on eBay if it goes on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> That's going. I have on a couple eBay. of ideas. That's going on 100%. eBay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's it's a shame to see Glitch suffering that. I mean, oh, okay, I have to ask as well because seeing the success of Glitch last year, Tim, I have to ask. Like, was was there a fear that you know you guys don't get invited back because obviously you are so similar in terms of the the concepts of the robot? You know, big weapon in the front and. You know, strange drive basically is is the yeah. If Glitch ever fixes their drive issues, uh, I don't know how. Uh, I think they was 
with our Omni wheels, we got a lot of uh, Omni envy by <laughs> uh, at least the glitch team. And even uh, Adam from Shatter, he's like, I- I'm going to use those wheels next year. Yeah. Um, because they're so much chunkier. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think glitch tried to make their own rollers for uh, uh, the wheels. Yeah. And they they would survive exactly the, the, the couple of meters from the starting point to the starting square. Mm-hmm. And then they would be like either down to the, the aluminium or not making contact anymore because they were always having drive issues. Even like previous year, they would like, it's like, it, this is not, I, I know how an omnidirectional robot should move. This mm-hmm. is not it. Yeah. And it's, even it's, if, it's... It, and, and, and having the big egg beater in front, that, that's perfect, but be able to move. You've still got to yeah. point it at people at the end yeah. of the day. And if your drive yeah. doesn't allow you to do that, then you're but in trouble. They, they were having lots of issues. Because mm-hmm. uh, they were like our other next. So we had Shatter next to us, Bloodsport, I think it was Free Shipping and Glitch. So the, mm-hmm. those were our, our neighbor and Minotaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they were working every day. The, the eight people working on two robots. All day, all night. Uh, they are so the they team were that doesn't lots, sleep. Lots of issues. Yeah, it's not just a, it's not just a TV bit. They are that yeah. bot. Anytime we went to do, uh, in our couple of days we did media. Anytime we passed by their pit, that bot was always a part. Uh, yeah. I remember catching Kyle after one of the sessions, like yeah. out, outside. He's, he's just exhausted. I think he's yeah. ready to go to go to bed. It's still, a real still, some say he's still sleeping now. He yeah. probably is. I think he just goes into hibernation like, at the end of every season and then just comes no, back in. There's just a, there's the just a cubby hole at UC Berkeley where they just put him, store yeah. him, and pop him out again when he's ready. But, but they also had the problem that they had like two uh, sets of teammates yes. in their midterms mid- at, uh, yeah. at different times and, and switching. I, and... I do wonder how that... like. Must it must have affected just how the robot mm. worked, right? Because they've got they have to have so many people. Like obviously, you know, everyone in the team has their role. Obviously, you know, depending on you know if you have two people yeah. like yourself or, or three people as it was, or sixteen people like the glitch team do, right? Yeah, you, everyone knows what their jobs are, or you know, yeah. you know, they have to have some basic understanding of what their machine is meant to be doing. Yeah. If you're if you've got that much turnover of team, like that quickly as well, and you know the robot's not Probably. working. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have everybody know everything about the robot, especially when there's that big of a team. Or maybe that's that's a weakness. You know, it's sometimes there's a weakness of having too many people, too many hands in the pot, where not everybody has you know all the same experiences. Or you know, it's because yeah. if I, I I don't understand how it's possible to have that many team members and have the bot always be just barely making it each and every time. Uh, where you have other teams that just I, I don't know. No, maybe but, it's just overcomplicated and I'm but digging it, too deep. It is a complicated robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's Absolutely. it's a, a it's a four wheel drive. It has mm-hmm. uh, 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 I think it uh, uh, suspension on the mm-hmm. rear two yep. to make it be able to better drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, custom motors, magnets installed, yeah. uh, two motors running the the egg beater, every controller. Uh, it's a really complex robot. So mm-hmm. being able to run it at all is a, is also already a, 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 a big cheap. milestone. Yeah. Absolutely. Except for, for a team that's all so young as well, you know, they're all, you know, exactly. 18, 19, 20. It's crazy. Yeah. They just need to conquer running upside down. I feel like if this bot could run upside <laughs> yeah. down, it'd be, it, I mean, that's, that's just it though. I mean, this is the, 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 I mean, we've said it before this, this robot's the master of drunken fist. 
uh it it, it it can look like it has no idea where it's doing what it's doing or where it's going and then it can just punch you in the mouth and you're in serious you're trouble. you're out you're yeah. KO'd. sadly though it has gone oh and four this season which yeah i mean what a turnaround from last year where they won their first seven fights in a row and then since yeah. then they've lost five in a row it's crazy yeah. I mean, they've it, still got a winning a... record overall, but it does. it's yeah. they're not in the bracket. There's, there's careened no off way a clip in the bracket. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What about Valkyrie? Two and two. Valkyrie's um, tricky. And they, uh, and they're on the bubble. Once, once they lost their four, I mean, I think they they ripped their own fork off again. Again. Which, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, we've I, talked about why is it on I, that side? I, I get sucked in. Put it on the back. I think that would be a much better idea. Something very rotatory. You know? Yeah. Just stick one on the back. Um, mm. When it did have the fork ripped off, it just went to town. It was unbe- like yeah. the damage yeah. caused to glitch. It's was like incredible. you took the muzzle off. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, have it they is, done it... enough? It's two and two, nearly, nearly three and one. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for the appeal and subsequent change for uh, against Malice, mm-hmm. enough. I mean, they're definitely on the bubble. It's it's they're gonna see how those one and threes turn out. Uh, yeah, yeah, by the end of next week. Yeah, I think so. It's as weird to see that Valkyrie going from the most destructive robot two years ago is now like a bubble bracket team. It's you know yeah, well, they've had like a new 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 weapon yeah, life new, and they're it's... trying new stuff. So yeah, they are. Yeah, new there's, team there's captain. Been a lot of overhaul. There's been some change, you know. So much like the glitch team, as we said, you know, yeah, it, it, you change a lot of the formula and suddenly it doesn't quite go the same way as it did before. So it's like mm-hmm. V two is never not always the better one. Yeah, Correct. yeah, absolutely. Well. Main events. Oh, we're here. Oh, was this drummed up for the whole episode? Was this <laughs> was this shoved down your throat enough? It's uh, more yep. like the whole. He hasn't been knocked was... out, and the yeah. bot that knocks everything out during the whole fight night. And like me and Steve being at recording, knowing how this fight goes, and knowing how they're hyping this up for a week, uh... like whenever <laughs> the Black Dragon was on, I was like, uh oh. Oh, yeah. be, no. okay, I'll first, see where this is going. <laughs> first thing to say is, regardless of how this fight turned out, getting a non-knockout streak of, is it 25, 24 fights? 24. I think it's 24 yeah. fights. Wasn't 25 it? is by far, I guess. Yeah. What an incredible achievement from Black Dragon. You know, such yes. an unbelievable robot. We've seen it, you know, as we've seen in the highlight packages, you know, driving against Ribot for two minutes on fire. What a fabulous... still winning. A fabulous yeah. piece of equipment. And, you know, credit to all the people that have worked on that robot for the past four years. Yeah. Um, but Paul breathes a sigh of relief. He right. does. He yes. does. He and I don't think he'll ever be broken. I really don't. No. Um, Riptide's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah. It, it feels like I don't know. It felt like a bit of a driving error from Black Dragon, to be honest. I felt like they were trying to warm up into this fight, and Riptide was just no. Let's go directly in for the kill yep. straight away, and that, like that was do. it. That's yeah. their strategy. It's it, you, it is got... literally smash your fist with my fist yeah uh, it's not even my face because it's a totally offensive robot it's not like duck where you know <laughs> yeah riptide is just an absolute monster and, a, and a, yeah. a terror to society this season it really is yeah. um was there anything black dragon could have done or was this just a case no. of you know the you equipment just needs to go head on I don't think that's I think the only even, way you've got to tackle though, Riptide. You've just got to go head on. Even then, yeah. because the, because we've discussed this before, the width of the weapon of Riptide is is that that they've got to rely on spinning faster than Riptide. Yeah, and yeah. And Black, Dra- Black Dragon's weapon doesn't stick out far enough to contact the weapon before mm. their weapon contacts any part of the body. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, and I don't think the, the the Black Dragon weapon does like the whole two hundred fifty miles an hour. No, it doesn't. No. I think it's, no. it's just way a, slower. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. It's a, apparently I've been told. Well, obviously, the reason why Black Dragon lost. Well, obviously, I think it was going to lose anyway. It wasn't. De- <laughs> it wasn't actually dead. So the reason why it was counted out, it was high centered on the armor that was peeled away on the one side. That side's mm. drive was still working. Ah, so interesting. Maybe, so, on another day in history, maybe it carries on. Maybe they do equal bite forces record, but uh, not to be on this occasion. And maybe lose a judge's decision. Yeah, <laughs> like this. I mean, I, this wasn't. Maybe, this wasn't the maybe lose a judge. Riptide. As much as you know, there's so much that can be said about Riptide and everyone's feelings on it, but. Ultimately, it's a scary robot. It's, it's so it's good. It's daft, isn't it? It's, it's so it's good. The, it, it is the new daft robot, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it yep. just goes in, does its business, and then leaves <laughs> with doggy bag in hand. I'll take this with me. Uh, it's 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 just plain ferocious. For, for, fearsome, ferocious. I think I just mixed <laughs> yes. words together. Um, that's, that's, that's what level it is at the moment, right? It's, it's, it's just, it's daft. Uh, and it's it's it is a, a a sure definite threat for the nut. I mean, that's the easiest quote I'll ever have to say. It is a threat. It is the threat. Uh, is it going to be the one seed? Yes or no? No, no. I don't think so. I I mean, I, I, I mean it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. I, uh, it's I'll let Steve come, first. <laughs> it comes down to who they fought. Uh, I feel like Riptide is is hindered by the by who they fought. Mm-hmm. Uh, where. Uh, a fight that happens next week, which they also talked about at the very yeah. end of the episode. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the, the fights against Glitch and Captain Treadrader are going to hurt. It's hurt it a little bit, but the fact that it destroyed Glitch coming into the season, Glitch was a, a, a co-rookie of the year uh, that Riptide was not very happy about, to, happy to share, not a sharing bot, not a sharing team. <laughs> But uh, hey, that's fair. Um, and then going up against, and, and then going up against Mad Catter, and just every time that Riptide goes into the box, no matter who they fight, it's it, 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 it it's one way traffic, as you would say, Sam. It's it, mm-hmm. it, there's no there's just when you go in, it, there's no chance. That's that's what they want you to feel is there's no chance you're coming out in one piece or winning this fight. Um, but yeah, I feel like their schedule hurts them, but I feel like they're still a top two. I feel like they're a solid two. I yeah. think there's no, I think there's another bot that if next week they lose, Riptide's the one. But if they win, I think regardless, whoever wins the know, main event next week is, is the, is the one. They're seed. the one seed. I think yeah. that's that's how they're literally. We can write the script for next week, and that is how yeah. they're going to be hyping up the episode, saying that yes. whoever wins that is the one seed. Yes. So congratulations, Riptide, on that too. <laughs> on that too. <laughs> a solid, a solid too. Yeah. Uh, no one's taking that from them, honestly. No. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, yeah, with, with the way that the schedules were, you know, written out and the way that it's ended, it's ended kind of perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, where that we're gonna have basically a fight for the for the one seed next week, but uh, you know, no, 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 uh, no slouch at the two at, at the two seed if that's where Riptide ends up getting. Nope. Yeah. Uh, it's Black Dragon at two scary. and two. Just to yeah. finish off with them, a decent enough record, but you know, beating Monsoon, beating Beta, you know, the two Britbots. Um, the other Britbot they did lose to in Quantum, um, and Riptide. Obviously, they lost to tonight. Two four and O teams beat them, mm-hmm. but I mean, what, what can you say? They, they they lost to two teams that have had perfect. They, they've had another decent run. Mm-hmm. They are hard, as we know, they are a very hard robot to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're in because. The producers all know that they can get their robot ready in time, mm-hmm. so that that helps them no end. It does, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, what do you what what do you think, Tim? Do you think uh, do you think Black Black Dragons, you know, a pretty solid middle of the pack, uh, considering their record this season? Do they end up in the yeah. you know the higher end of the sixteen or you know? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's pretty. Oh, it's proven to be really really unkillable. Uh, mm -hmm. I've seen it driving around in flames more than driving normally <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that, that's the way that's the way you're supposed to drive it's, i mean that, yeah. that's the idea yeah, so it, me, it works right? for me well it works and they have two or three robots ready so different different front ends different weapons they're very configurable to each opponent so they're in yeah no doubt i'll be very curious to see how their first round fight is against because yeah. that'll be uh That'll be telltale to see how far they get, of course, you know, but, yeah. you know, you I feel like they're a solid. They're guaranteed a good fight, aren't they? Let's face it, you know, whatever, whoever yeah. they're going to fight, it's going to be something pretty special because for the last couple of years, it has been. Mm -hmm. That brings us to the end. Tim, we have one final list of questions for you before we let you go. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes from a user Guff on Discord. Not Gruff. Guff. Not Gruff. Guff. <laughs> <laughs> They ask, uh, well, they, they they say, after Ominous's unlucky season of Gremlins with the bot here and there, causing issues for a lot of its qualifying fights, do you think the robot would be accepted again for World Championship 8 if it applied? And what are you going to be changing to make it so? Um, I hope we're being considered again for uh, season 8. Mm -hmm. Um we do have a lot of changes in in in, in mind. Um, magnets is one, mm -hmm. okay. uh, just to compensate for the lack of traction we have, uh, and we're trying to see if we can fit in a different Tremec mechanism, because um, the current one goes forward slowly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and the going forward part. Uh, limits us with the front configuration because mm -hmm. we cannot run anything longer than set distance. Yeah, you've got to make sure you because can otherwise like, we can't stream yeah. like anymore. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, so we're probably going to do like a, a, a sideways, uh, and I don't know if it's independent or because it's all in, if it's independent, it's also fun for TV. <laughs> of um, course. And it's it's a TV show, so yeah, exactly. Um, and we're probably gonna ditch the hub motor. Ooh. Oh, all that talk about the hub motors being cool—they are cool, but the <laughs> the the main disadvantage is, especially with the, the 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 drive configuration we now have and the big heavy disc on the front, is that yeah. ninety like the sixty percent of the weight is in the front. Yeah. Uh, every time we hit something, we we tumble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. One way of uh, getting the the so we're gonna change the the, the wheelbase a little bit so it's gonna be a little bit wider but a l much more longer like the, the the improvements I think Witch Doctor did uh, mm -hmm. this season yeah they they um, definitely copied the robot a little bit exactly and 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 uh, so adding the motors in the back of the drum uh, uh, also which is it more to the back. And hopefully that those combination of things will uh, be better. So no, <laughs> yeah. no more hydraulic uh, self rider, um, just electric. Yeah. Two times a Rambi uh, lifter mechanism as a Shreemak. Because that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, Tim, I never never considered how much weights at the front of that robot. Like, I, I feel like I should have it known makes that. Sense. But like, yeah, because yeah, together that fight yeah. uh, against what was it Claw Viper, where you guys got to get teed against the wall, and all that weight is just facing the floor. <laughs> and now it makes a lot of sense as to why <laughs> that bot just just stayed there, the, the, just staring uh, the, at his the life choices. Thing, thing is, because Steph was doing the the the, the, the three mech, and I was like, okay, and he did it a little bit far, and you could see the robot going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was like in a perfect position because otherwise we could have spin up the drum and uh-huh. then just lowered in, into the yeah. drum. But that's also something we were thinking about is making something that if it's upside down, the drum is not touching the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then just re- use a streamer just to, to lift it in into the drum. Uh, okay. okay, I like it. No, it's <laughs> mobility. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it's good enough for Daedalus, Tra- Trey it's won't good. like it, but yeah. it's <Yeah>. That's right, he's got ripperoni steel with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Tim, I'm not just saying this because you're here, but, you know, I have to say, you know, Omnus is absolutely one of our favourite robots in the field. It is just, it is a joy to look at. Um, It was a pleasure poking around it in Portsmouth as well last year, and um, I I sincerely hope they invite you back because, you know, you guys are wonderful people and you you genuinely deserve it. And I think it's, it's a crying shame we haven't seen the best of Omnis this year, and I hope that you get another chance yeah. to do so. Because we've definitely seen it overseas. <laughs> we have. Yep. It's it's definitely uh, it, the, the potential's in there, but um, and I and I want to see it happen. So yeah, I, all the best to you and it, the best of luck. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hmm. Fingers crossed. With that said, I have been Samuel at sixty four. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I've been Dave Dosmeg. Time to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> and the three of us, well, maybe myself and Steve, maybe David, we'll never know. We'll be back next week. Or Devin. Twice next week, in fact. We've got um, the yeah. last episode to talk about and, of course, the bracket preview. Yeah. So, um, spicy times ahead. We'll see you then for more BattleBots action. Take care, everyone. Yeah. See ya.